War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, guys. Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? We could float among the stars together, you and I. For we can fly. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of Channel Massive. What is the date today, Noah? It is October 14th, 2009. It's a Thursday. It's a good day for flying in the air. <laughs> it is a good day. In Colorado. It's a good day to fly a balloon. Yeah. Cleverly constructed. To look like a UFO. Journey to new lands, new planets. <clears throat> Only in Colorado. Maybe. Or just in a box. You can do that too in a box. You know, and the, in the, the attic. sick thing is, is that I thought this thing was a fucking bullshit to begin with. So, <laughs> eh, but that's like a topic for another day, I guess. I guess we could just say that we're glad that everybody's alive. That little falcon. <laughs> that little falcon is still with us. And I heard the radio nest. first about this. I'm like, are they talking about a bird or a person? Yeah, a boy <laughs> like, named why falcon. Why would a bird be inside a balloon? I'm like, I didn't make sense. Now we know. Yeah. So Amazing we, stuff. And only in Colorado. I know. We, we are right in the middle of it. We yeah. Are, are we not? We have psychotropic drugs in our water. <laughs> we must. We must. Anyway, this episode, we will be talking about what we've been playing. Yes. Where we've been playing it. On whom we've been playing it. We will have a round gaming segment where we'll talk about some gaming news. Yes. A love letter. Don't forget about our feedback segment. We have a feedback email. segment with lots of email, uh, a special email. Yes, a romantic email. To uh, former Channel Massive member Jim. Now Norman Tingley. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we released, we defreezed him. Yes. <laughs> Briefly. We thawed him. Yes. And then quickly Flash turned frozen back on. In <laughs> Get him back in there! <laughs> And we will close it out with a little Blago Stereo segment. That's right. Lots hey, of lots good, of good stuff. stuff. Lots of about. good stuff. So get ready for a 10-hour episode. <laughs> Feel the power. <laughs> and the anguish. Yes. All this will be yours and more <laughs> in episode 109 of Channel Massive. Let it begin. I'm so glad you asked. I always like to go first. I think he lulled us into a false sense <laughs> And you know, the thing is, you know, he wants he wants us to ask him first. <laughs> he does. I do live off of your, um, what is Zeal? the word? Respecting my 
<laughs> primary status. Your supremacy? You live for the respect? (laughs) You, the alpha, live for respect of your supremacy? (laughs) Is that what you mean, my liege lord? (laughs) All right, tell us what you mean. Please speak it to us. Oh, great lord, no. I have been struggling through Scribblenauts. It's one of those games that just really pisses you off, but then you still feel like coming back five minutes or, or a day later. Pissing you off, what do you mean? It's just frustrating and. Explain. It's got bad controls, and then it makes you feel like you're dumb and you don't have an imagination because you can't figure out what obscure, strange solution that they intended for this obscure, strange level design that they've created. Right. And she's like, you know, I don't have time for this. And then I'm like, shut it off. I think I read a description of, of one of the of one of the puzzles, and and uh, like there was this thing where you. Um, like ants were in the way somehow, oh, yeah. but but on the other side there was a uh, like a tree hugging hippie mm-hmm. on the other side, and so your first instinct, I guess, is to say, "Well, bug spray to get rid of the ants." But you can't do that because but the but the hippie's like, "No, man, can't use the bug spray on the ants." That's you right. Know? Yeah, it'll hurt the environment or something like that. Oh man! And so you have to like go through all these things just to figure out. But that one's funny because you can just pick it. You're supposed to keep the sandwich from the ants, mm-hmm. but not kill the ants because right. you'll upset the environmentalist, and so. You can just pick up the sandwich and just wait for five seconds, and then you solve it. <laughs> you have to even make an object. So it's just it's kind of random. And mm-hmm. if you're not in a very creative mood, it's it's frustrating. I also played... You know what? I had the weirdest f- desire, I guess, this yes, last week. Yes, tell us of your desire. <laughs> <laughs> what was your relationship was like with craving, your mother? I think it was a craving. Ooh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought, I'm like, I wonder how things are going in Warhammer. I'm like, I wouldn't mind to play it again. Did it's just you actually log into Warhammer online? No, I canceled my subscription a long time ago. I couldn't do it if I you wanted to. You just had to. the thought? It just made me think. It's like, dang it, I, I wish that MMOs had finally gotten into the free-to-play thing where it just... I or, know. Or if it was a subscription rate that was only $5 a month. Shoot, I'd be subscribed to lots of MMOs, or but if, not Or if it was 15. like Guild Wars, where you just buy the, you buy know, the, whole the game, game and you buy yeah. the update. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind to go back in there and try that again. Is it just something kind of different? I enjoyed it. I, I was thinking about that today. It's really funny. That's so weird. It's like, I wonder how my little my little disciple of Cain w- is doing. <laughs> Especially as burned as we got last yeah. time we played it. Oh, like, yeah. Screw this crap. We're both quitting. Yeah. <laughs> We're going okay, back so, to Age of Conan. So beyond the temptation... To play Warhammer, what else did you? Do? Yes, tell us about the temptation. Yes. Well, I played Champions. I tried yeah, to. Re- I, played I played Champions. I tried to re- wow, what a snarky sound that was! I played Champions. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> I should work on like a, an accent or something. Yeah, I played Champions, and I tried to recreate Dynamite, and was sorely disappointed. I, I don't understand how. The male character creator has more accessories to it than the female character creator does. I would think it'd there be the are inverse. Some things that go on. There. Like uh, maybe I have to unlock it, but there's no hats. There's like zero hats that you can equip as a girl. No way! I've equipped hats. I could not find a cowboy hat anywhere. I went up and down through those menus, and it's so freaking. Perhaps we'll have to multi-layer the, depth uh, character creator after we. We shall recreate dynamite. I tried. She looks the ghetto. I'm like, I don't want to play as her. So I played as my... Change her name to something else? No, she's dynamite. Oh. I can just delete her. That's true. 
I haven't. So, I actually play. So then, with what, her. what did you make? I, then I just went back to playing with my main character, and I got through the tutorial. Which, gosh, that's really long. They still haven't accepted my friend request. Mine either. Where is it at? I looked in my mail. I have no idea where just that's hit at. O for. Just hit O. I went into my messages. Okay. I figured it would be there. It's not there. Oh, won't that bring up Oprah Magazine? No, O does not bring up Oprah Magazine. <laughs> I was told it did. I should Thank make you an Oprah trying to steer that'd clear of cool. And that's one of the bizarre <laughs> things. It's like, O, you would think, opens up the options dialogue. No. No, social. it doesn't, because we do things back backwards. There is an O in social. So a friend request is not in the mailbox. No, you hit O, and that pulls up social, like your social tab. So it's got friends, super. That's like there are so many freaking menus in that little top right corner thing. I looked for it several times. I couldn't find it. I'm like, well, whatever. Absolutely retarded. I don't know why they did it that. I saw your guild request thing, and I joined that, which is cool. Yes. So you're in the guild, but you're not my friend. So I don't know when you're online or not. You're more of an acquaintance, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) I see how it is. When I'm ready to start networking. Working, I shall accept your friend request. <laughs> when he's I'm ready to love again, he may reach out to you. But I did get your bags. Thank you. I got that in my mail. Oh, good. But he takes your <laughs> gift, but he won't be your friend. Exactly. <laughs> what a, a few more gifts probably. <laughs> Fuck. Butter me up enough. Well, considering the bags are only useful you loot you can make in game, I mean, you should feel honored. <laughs> How many slots of bags did you give him? I gave him like a couple 12 slot bags. Oh, my God. Like, Mark, you're just jealous because nobody gave you that shit. It's always the same story. Like, why didn't you give me all the money? You need to give me the money. I mean, I we've been doing that bags. since Warcraft. I don't need your fucking bags. <laughs> I don't need your bags. One of our one of our beloved level forty listeners gave me like everything I could ever need and more. Really, emotionally oh, yeah. as well. Yes, they were there for me. <laughs> they were there for me in a time of need. <laughs> no, what else did you play? I want to talk more about Champions. Okay, go for it. Thank you. <laughs> the little indie mission was fun, and it was really funny when Defender died and kept repeating, you're going to have to kill him on your own. You're going to have to kill him on your own. <laughs> yeah, because he gets kind of nuked at the end. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, I'm going to loot from you. If you're not like, quick to the chase of killing that main villain in there, <laughs> he goes, oh, you're going to so have to dramatic. kill him on your own. And the, isn't the voice acting well, just absolutely horrible? It's gonna, can I point out one thing that I find... Just hilarious about Defender. He talks like this. You must help me with a big echo. You must help me to do this. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here. He hisses. He waves his arms. Flaps his hands. He undulates his his pips when he does it. Come over here. This way. This way. I'm over here. He needs a little scarf to flip back when he's doing that. It's just so funny. It's like It'd be funny if he pulled his little skin tight mask off and like waved yeah. it back and forth. Come here. Hello. <laughs> I just thought it was slightly out of character. The door is this way. <laughs> We're moving. We're no. moving. No, no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I got through that. I liked how everybody was saluting me when I came out. That was pretty cool. Oh, when I celebration. Did, did you see Foxbat? Did you say Foxbat? I, there was a part where I had to run into him, mm-hmm. and then he ran away. I thought he was a villain. Mm-hmm. Is he a villain? Well, he is. Because when like I highlighted him, worst, it said he was he's friendly. He's like the worst supervillain ever. So he's like goofy comic relief villain? Yes, oh, okay. pretty much. Well, that explains why he looks so stupid. I thought he was serious all this time. Yeah, no, he's a dork. No, he's a oh, dork. Okay. Monsters. But you must confront him later. 
in Good. a TV well, yeah, station. Mark told me about it. And it sounded really cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I got I just I chose the desert area because <sighs> I Mark love the desert. Mentioned some cool stuff about the ghost cowboys and stuff. And then well, I got into howdy, partner. the power well, room. Is, the thing is, is that you should really do both. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I only have like five days left in my trial, oh, so right. we've got to pick and choose. And unfortunately, True. I got into the power room and got into total analysis paralysis. And I'm like, well, let me try this, let me try this. And I thought it was permanent, because I kept remembering, like, you your options aren't permanent. But the way they've set it up makes it feel like it's permanent. And then you have to undo them one at a time right. backwards chronologically, which is totally ghetto. But I had fun running around. And Now, were you messing around with the powerhouse before they made the changes or after they made the changes? Just asking. Did you well, have it a was on Monday room? night. I don't know. Okay, so it was before they made the changes to the. What powerhouse. changes did they make? They just made it so it's more like. Well, it's kind of different, but it's it's buggy as all hell now. It's like worse than it was before. Uh, but they kind of made it so you can, you know, the when you when you make your choices, you can go test them out and test them out, and it feels more like it's in a real life a more accurate simulation of yeah. the game like you select your opponents and their difficulty and exactly and you go but in it's there still, it's still not it's still pretty buggy hmm. well it's good they're working on improving but it but they're working on improving it it's not a game breaking kind of deal but it's disappointing nonetheless because it's like damn you know you still want to be able to test some of these out these new powers that you get out and it's like eh, it's still not quite well I'm glad there's flexibility in power selection because once I got to see the full range of upgrades I could get as a gadgeteer right. I'm like wow the name of the gadgeteer is a lot cooler than what he would actually do mm-hmm. I'm like I'd much rather choose other things to do because this is going to be a really lame character. Right you can put on the facade of a gadgeteer and pick like totally yeah. different powers. So, so I, I guess overall it's, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. It feels a lot like it feels like this single player City of Heroes game more and more that I play it. But it feels like a single-player City of Heroes game. It doesn't feel like observation. Noah. I'm in. A, it feels like I'm playing Warhammer. Essentially, I'm in a single-player game where there's other people playing, and I don't really want to interact with them. I just want to move on and do my quests. And, <laughs> don't uh, wanna, don't want to interact with the little and people. And it's cool, and I can see why people like it. But I just, I think I'll be ready to go back to Age of Conan. Not that I've really enjoyed my most recent experiences there, but I'm not quite sold on Champions enough to buy it. I guess is what I'm saying. But well, thank you very much, Mark. Nice for the oh, sure. you made with, uh, <laughs> I never even knew he recorded that. That's hilarious. Yeah, he <laughs> totally did. He put that up for everybody to see. Ooh. We'll talk about that later. We will. Oh. Mr. Blameful Gecko, oh. <laughs> wonderful listener and player and uh, friend person. Okay, so that's all that I have. Those are my updates for now. Mark, what's up with you? Mm, I had a lot of work issues this week, so work smart. When I could play, I played some champions online, and like I said, I got some help from our some listeners whose names I can't remember right now because it's been just one of those weeks. Oh, but that's I will just I will great. give you cred credits next time around. I'll, I'll well, 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 how about you just say you know who you are? You know who you are. You rocked. Thank and you for the help. Thank you very much. I love you. Thanks for those bags. Those are awesome, and for. Help me shred a bunch of content. Doing for me what Jason never did. Doing, being there for <laughs> me. 
being my go-to people. Um, <laughs> just anyway, kidding, Jason. I, that's about it for me. It was a really bad week. I just played some champions online when I could, and I thought about. It was funny. I thought too about checking out Warhammer just to see what the state of the game Are was. Are you still subscribed to it? No, I canceled that same minute you did. But you know, you can always resub for a month or something. But yeah. the mass cancellation but around the world. Just having such limited <laughs> time for gaming, I tried to put it all into. Okay, speaking of this, this isn't in our notes, so I just thought I'd bring it up. Did you guys read the MMORPG.com top 10 MMOs that have come out since Warcraft? No, I have not. Pissed me off. But it's like, okay, Vanguard's number 10, but Age of Conan and uh, Warhammer aren't in there. They didn't put... Oh, snap. And then it gets even worse as you go up higher. There's some that I understand. I mean, Club Penguin's in there, but I understand because it's just so epically prolific. But some of the choices they put in there, I'm like, you've got Pirates of the Burning Sea is like sixth. I'm like, what? I think it was written just to make people mad, or it's just like, uh, it could be. or <laughs> suckle at pissed you Sony's like, teats. Oh, hold on. Let me, let's, let's bring up the link here while we're <laughs> talking about what it. Is this it? is what? on MMORPG.com. Yeah. They did the top 10 MMOs. They said, okay, since World of Warcraft has come out, there's been, I think, some 140 MMOs released. And they provided a list of what they felt were the top 10 since then. So they... And I can tell you what number one is if you want to know. Or if you want to see it yourself, you can check. I'm just trying to find the... Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Since, wow, okay, here we go. Let's... List, list Everybody loves lists. Everybody loves top 10. You know what? And we're going to do another top 10 list tonight. Sweet. So this isn't. This won't be the only top ten. Excellent. List. So number ten, Vanguard Saga of. It's Heroes. because they've really turned things around and made improvements. And if only Age of Conan and Warhammer oh, can do that, maybe they can include break. too. Like Age of Conan is like the most improved game ever. I mean, on Earth, number well, nine. Well, okay. You mm-hmm. know, I can't really say much about it. And if anybody from the Fallout Earth team is listening, we'd like to have some of those 15-day trial keys <laughs> thrown our way. Please, pardon his, please, pardon please. his Freudian slips there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number eight, Atlantica Online. I don't even know what that is. have no idea what that is either. It's a... Uh, it's I think it's an Eastern like MMO, isn't it? It's been out for a year now. Uh, yeah, it's one of those... I think it's like one of those Eastern imports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pirates of the Burning Sea... Number seven. Number seven. Maple Story, number six. That's a fairly popular... Yeah, I can understand that. That's hugely uh, popular. MMO. Well, the uh, title of this article isn't... Is it based on popularity? It's just top MMOs. It's their personal opinion. Top so, MMOs. Because I wouldn't... Number yeah, five. To differ. Number five, number five is, is... Ion... See, how can they include games that have been out for like two or three weeks? Apparently, because... <laughs> because well, they can. Actually when you write a top a ten list, that, you too can be... That's true. Number four, Club Penguin. Uh, number three, Wizard 101, which is the free, free-to-play, um, sort of free-to-play microtransaction model. Freemium. Game. And, they, and they are doing quite well. They are, um, they're popular. very popular. Uh, number two, Guild Wars. And the number one game is Lord of the Rings Online. Because they have such great content and they really deliver. There's great quests. It's a lot of fun to play. Boy, that's exactly how I would have described it the one day that we played it and, and then immediately uninstalled it. Oh, the day we we were like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I became a fur cutter. A fur cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember awesome. when yeah, you... That. 
wasn't one of our best moments. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm sure it's a great game. You know, I'd played it a lot in beta and stuff, and it just, you know. Well, Longask, like who has turned Twitter into his personal blog platform of choice, always has constant updates in Twitter from Lord of the Rings, and he posted some photos from the game that he. Uh, that he screen captured talking about how cool Moria is or Mariah or whatever it is the mines Moria <laughs> thank you Jason um, and so I went over to go check him like oh that sounds cool he says, does such a good job of making me excited about it I got to see the Balrog and then I saw these screens of trolls because he's playing his trolls I'm like wow I'm like, they actually have the dwarves speaking in German I'm like that's an interesting touch huh. I'm like oh wait that's right Longask is German Oh, my, I forgot about that. My, uh, How funny. But his English is so good in Twitter, it's like I forget oh. about it. My thing, you know, I think everybody's deal with Lord of the Rings Online when it all boils down to it, and, and that it was my gripe, is, is that it's just World of Warcraft with a Middle-Earth wrapping around it. That's all it is. I mean, they just, they took World of Warcraft and they said, here, boom. But you can play as a chicken. And a monster. Whatever. And you can run around and take pies f- and the hobbits. Yes. And run away from the hobbits, yes. the nosy yes. hobbitses. <laughs> yeah. The monster play was the one thing that really intrigued me about that game, and apparently it's a non-event. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't hate this list. I just don't think that it's. Well, you guys haven't had a chance complete. to read all of the so r- lengthy descriptions or explanations right. why. No. But that may change your mind. That's okay. I I don't plan on it. I hate top five and top ten lists. Oh, great, because we're going to be going over another one later in the show. Stay tuned. Ominous foreshadowing. (laughs) Um, Jason, what have you been playing? Champions Online. I'm not going to go through it. I'm just going to say that that, that's all I've been playing all week long. Um, I'm, I'm grinding to 40, and I will have a comprehensive review. He did say grinding. When, uh, He's been grinding and, and plugging with. in this episode. That's all a lot I know. of grinding and plugging. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I will say this. Uh, ever since I turned 30, the soil has become sour. Tell me about it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. You mean level 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, come on. Stay anyway. on task. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. Champions Online, I will... I'm hoping to get to level 40 by the end of the week. And thank you, listeners, for joining us and playing in the game. Yeah, we've got tons of listeners in that. That always guild. makes it's these awesome. games so much cooler. They, you know, I've got friend. I got a friends list of even people who haven't joined the guild. I've got a friends list of people who just log on and they're like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm a listener," you know. And it's cool, like, Blameful Gecko will advertise for us. He's like, hey, if you listen to Channel Massive, send an email to blah, blah, blah. And it's just yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah, cool. so we, we really appreciate everybody coming in. You know, and that's, I guess that's kind of why we don't run our own guild anymore, or super group. We just figure it's not worth the headache or well, the hassle. And if we end up moving so much to a better. different game, you're yeah, not going to feel good job. horribly bitter at us for leaving. Because it's always run by the fans, and, and that's what we're all about. Sort of. Actually, we can't stand you guys. But anyway. <laughs> Unless uh, we're grinding get, and plugging. Speaking grinding about plugging. our lame <laughs> listeners, let's get on to our email and tweet section. Yeah! And now it's time for... 
got nail. Time for email and tweets. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse talked about the uh, gaming budget issue that we talked about last week. We had a pretty good discussion. We did. He said you guys were talking about the disappointment of having a small game budget, but there are other reasons besides income for small game budgets. The main factor in my low budget, $30 a month, is my limited taste in games. Besides MMOs, the only other genre of games I consistently enjoy playing are specialized fighting games like Super Smash Bros., Godzilla... Uh, Star Wars Demolition. God, I haven't even heard of think that one. Is this you, Noah? <laughs> no. <laughs> I find regular fighting games boring, and playing Street Fighter can trigger flashbacks of being repeatedly and overwhelmingly pwned when I was younger. That was probably Jason and I doing that to you. <laughs> right. Um, I also suck pretty badly at FPS games, and although I do like to occasionally play an RTS... There are plenty of free ones out there, and they never hold my attention long enough to justify pl- paying for one. Uh, the only new console I have is the Wii, and that's mostly just for Wii Sports when friends come over. I could afford a PS3, Xbox 360, or buying a bunch more PC games, but until they release a game that I want to play, I don't have any real reason to buy them. Champions Online has really hit a sweet spot for me with its great combination of different features and options. So yeah, I guess that's an interesting take on on that. Um you know, yeah, if you're not into you know, other types of games, if you're if you you know, you you're more into like the little arcadey uh type games like that, you know, yeah. You know, actually that that almost helps you. In fact, I almost envy <laughs> you. Uh because it would make my life a whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that... On the, on the wallet, at least. I'd well, say you didn't like everything. <laughs> I'd say that the three of us spend a disproportionate amount of our incomes on games. Probably. Yeah. I mean... But... And it's just... You know, from month to month, it's different for me. You, you know, know, like, this month, it's gonna it's taking all of my willpower not to go to GameStop right now and buy Brutal Legend. That's why that's why we have you shackled to your exactly. chair. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I need that because I, I'm like, oh, I want to go do that. Trust me, it's crossed my mind. I'm not sure why, why the handcuffs have pink feathers on them, but... <laughs> well... I'm thinking you used the, you've used them for other things in the past. Time. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I get really tempted a lot to go crazy, you know? And and like buy a bunch of new new games when they come because they always come in waves. It's never like a nice slow steady pace, right? Mm-hmm. It's always like oh, they all come at you once. know and Marvel Ultimate Alliance two holiday season. brutal legend. You know all within yeah. you know yeah, the holiday season has started. So all these games are coming out that I want to get. I want to play brutal legend. I want to play Borderlands. I want to play. And Dragon it really Age. Dragon Age, all it, these games that are coming out, and I'm like, fuck. And it sucks. There's no way I can afford all this. For for us, we, all of us at least, we um, we're interested in multiple m- multiple platforms, right? So for Noah, it's like kind of like 
a combination of Nintendo, Xbox, MMO, and PC gaming. And I, I separate out MMO gaming from PC gaming as like right. a separate genre because yeah. it, it kind of is. It's a separate you know, investment. <laughs> it is. It's a whole different, you know, subscription model typically. Right. You know, so he's got that going. So I'm talking 15 bucks a, a pop for a subscription yeah. Yeah. on average. Yeah. And I've got the same kind of thing, you know, but lately I've been really not playing the console stuff much. You've just been playing Drop 7 on your iPod Touch. But I do do the, yeah, I've got the iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, the iPhone apps are kind of addictive, and then the MMO stuff. And League of Legends, and And League of Legends, PC Gaming, League of Legends, Heroes of North, you know, any any clone of DOTA there is. (laughs) It's kind of funny, I was was thinking about this after we went through the whole gaming budget thing, and you know, trying to f- think, man, how am I going to survive, you know, this upcoming holiday season without, you know, buying every single new hot release that, that's out there, you know, when it comes out. And, you know, when I when I took that break from MMOs, I think that kind of helped me out a mm-hmm. little bit. And it's going to carry me through, through the next month. Yeah. Because... Playing those single-player games and finishing them and actually not being so, how shall I put it, ADD about games. Oh, man, that's totally the old term for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm driving towards 40 with my Champions Online character. I'm not spending extra time creating alts and right. trying out new Altitis. concepts and whatever. You know, I'm not doing crafting binges. I'm I'm focusing on one character in this MMO, which I've god <laughs> never done in a long time because I've I'm horrible at the whole Altitis kind of thing. And I think playing the single player games for a while there kind of Got your know. pacing down, yeah. sort of? Kind of just shook me up a little bit and said, you know what? Focus on one task and one task only and get it done. And it helped. It really did. Oh, that's kind of cool. It really did. I, I, Yeah, I did that for like the first week in Champions Online for a while. I was like, ooh, I gotta try all this new shit out. But then once I settled on a character, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna take this through to the end. <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna do in it. So I think... That that's going to help me as far as spending more money on games for a while now. Because I can focus on my my Champions Online character, which, of course, it's not going to last that much longer because I'm 34 already. But, you know, should last me at least till the end of the month. Sure. The I see it. And then you'll go back to free realms. And then I'll go realms. back and I'll be like, oh god, what am I going to do? <laughs> back to free probably, realms. Probably. <laughs> um, Eric. <laughs> Shall we cue the music? Oh, we should. Let's do that now. Dear Jim, you don't get enough reader email anymore. I know you're still on the show. Those bastards just won't let you talk. So I'll just start writing all my letters to you. Especially with some of the crap that will be in this letter. To get it started off right, I'd like to open up a small ray of light through the cloudy day that we all as jaded MMO gaming asses find ourselves in. 
A new guild member of ours, Mythos Engineer, surprised me with an actual positive curiosity to a new game, Champions Online. We all noticed that while in the throes of a new game, we have the tendency to shit on anything else that comes out or could compare to the experience that we are having. Mythos has been tweeting about her fun times with Ion over Twitter to the point that she started to be bullied from the damn people trying to convince her that she wasn't enjoying the game. I was broadcasting Champions on X-Fire and she jumped in to watch for a bit. No defensive phrases to make Ion seem somehow better or nitpicky ticks taken off champions for issues here and there. It damn near gave me hope that everything I wrote about to show 106 was referring to that outspoken minority that got a lot of face time because, because their vision is that of a big moon-shaped ass. So yeah, she bought the game and she's liking it. I'd be interested in finding out how many people talk down about a game just because they have to choose between an MMO or a game system. And it's easier just to think everyone else sucks. Mostly beaver balls. Anyway, now that that's over, I'm going to get to the only part I know you'll find interesting, Jim. Virtual butt probing. Sadly, it's in Champions and not in Ultima. But here we go. A fellow Channel Massive listener, Stabby Joe, introduced me to the role-playing cesspool called Club Caprice. From what he's reported, werewolf on human female abuse and some other freaky stuff been going on there. And I'll be the first to tell you that I love finding remotes that are both inappropriate and hilarious when attached to certain contexts. Noah and I went so far to create what I enjoy referring to as Conan Slapstick. We've only created one routine, but it's a doozy, and I'll send you the link. I thought it was only appropriate to team up with Stabby Joe and get us some action. Strictly non-consensual, of course, as you'll see from the pictures. It went well. Totally hot. Anyway... Yet another shout-out to Stabby Joe. Hot. Too hot. One, Stabby Joe is on the left. My character Nail Bunny is on the right. Torching up some couple that had it coming. Two, Stabby Joe bailed when the guy threatened his life. And his cat girl put up a force field, playing hard to get. But she totally wants me. Lastly, Jim... The creeping darkness is going well, but I'm thinking we need a special rank for all these Channel Massive listeners. Jason, Mar- Jason Mark, and Noah get to creating something appropriately inappropriate. Yours truly, Blameful Gecko. Wow. That was, um, sick <laughs> and a little wrong, don't you think? <laughs> And yet emotional and <laughs> very passionate. Very impassioned. <laughs> we love our listeners. Uh, we really do. Uh, Jim actually responded to this email. He did. So, uh, uh, Mark, you want to read what he had to say? Relieved, relieved uh, or released briefly from his cryo chamber. 
Hey, Eric. Thanks for the letter. You're lucky I even got it since you failed to send it to M-A-L-E at ChannelMassive.com. Although I did appreciate your attempt to send lewd photos. I must say, Club Capri sounds like a place I would love to hang out with you and Stabby Joe. However, aside from my duties as Channel Massive board chairman, I don't really do much for the show, or nor am I in MMO Gaming World since my departure. I plan to come out of retirement or the closet, for both Star Wars Online and Star Wars Old Republic. Until then, I limit my inappropriate actions to failed advances at members of the opposite sex in the bar down the street, and my gaming to infrequent interaction with the Wii, or gaming orgies with the rest of the team. I hope you're well, and rest assured, the Imp team will address this lovely letter in episode 109. Thanks for writing in. Cheers, Jim. Wow, it's like he was here. Yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's kind of um, cool that that wandering hobo came in and channeled Jim for us. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for writing in, I guess, Eric. <laughs> Even though you don't Even love th- us anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> for next week, uh, we'd love to hear from more channel massive listeners so give us a shout out hey, it's been like 10 episodes since scott sent us an email oh, no. what is, where is scott scott From needs to step up i think he's doing like civil war reenactments at the moment I but um, <laughs> i miss my scott we miss our scott I really yes. has good things to say anyway uh send us an email at mail m-a-i-l at channelmassive.com or you can reach us at our twitter feed at twitter.com slash channel massive we look forward to hearing from you Hey, Jason, what time is it? It's time for the Week in Gaming! Yeah! Oh, Roundhai, we do not like you coming into our country and, uh, and investing in our games. Do we? No. Do we? Bennett! What is best in life? Bennett Noah, explain to me what this is all about. China says, hey, if you want to invest in the online worlds that Chinese gamers are playing in, you can forget about it if you're from a country other than China. What? Because they don't like that foreign competition coming in and influencing the games that their people are playing. Now, Hmm. but wait a minute. I mean, didn't, like, Blizzard just go through all this trouble to... Finally, the nine versus you know, Nitties. Yeah, get get back in yeah. the Chinese market now that they're, now that this has happened. I mean, what what what's going on here? To quote the Reuters article, the new directive also disallows foreign firms from indirectly influencing Chinese gaming firms through agreements or technology support. Jeez. Well, that's what Blizzard's doing, isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Is uh, is does this mean that? Warcraft has to totally shut down now, or what? I don't know. Man, it might. I don't know. But apparently this is one of the fastest-growing online gaming markets in the world. Not surprising. Well, there are more people than anywhere else in the world. (laughs) There are are at least 14 people in China. Yeah. (laughs) Because there are listeners. Well, 30. There's at least 30. Yeah, there's at least 30 from China. We're pretty sure. Thank you, Chinese listeners. We love you. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, it's just really weird. Speaking about Blizzard, yeah, uh, now your Battle.net accounts are going to—they're uh, going to be a requirement 
uh, for logging on to World of Warcraft what as of what the hell? November no. 11th. Uh, and if you do so, you get a free penguin pet if you do it before, what is it, October 30th? I yes. Think? Well, now botting is really kind of a bad idea. Because then you could lose your whole Battle.net account. Well, you know what the funny thing is, though? And, and this is, like, really jacked up how they're going about this, is that your Battle.net account is your email Yeah, that's, that's how mine went, because I had to do that. Uh, excuse me, do you not see any security risks involved in that at all? I, I, like, to, I like to use the same password for both. I find it's easy to remember that way. Oh, excellent! And, and that just happens Mark, would to you be. Care to share your password. With no, it's everybody? also my checking account number. <laughs> it seemed to make sense. No, I'm serious. I mean, it's like an email account. Doesn't that make it more yeah, hackable? Well, I don't know if it's so to speak. Hackable. Well, it's easier to remember. That's I think the one usability benefit of it. It's really kind of. I don't know. I think what's kind of ghetto is that if you have an existing Battle.net account. For the old games, like you your have Diablo? to build a brand new one. So, like, this. say you were one of those Diablo f- two farmer guys, right? Like, what's that mean? Do you do you lose that? Is, no, you still have that, and you can log in as that. That's Battle.net Classic. But uh, if you're going to play any of the new games, StarCraft two or World of Warcraft, which you're going to have all these wonderful cross community functionality, you have to do something brand new. And I love how a, I love how email. Old shit's always called classic. Man, when I get really old, I'm going to say I'm not old. I'm classic. <laughs> classic, Mark. I'm a classic I'm man. I'm classic. I'm classic. I'm the OG Mark. I mean, like, it's funny. If you look at the FAQs for the benefits of it or the reasons why, and it's just all this marketies crap, like, oh, well, we're going to allow you to like leverage talk synergy. with each other and you can talk across servers. I think that's the one moderate benefit is that you can talk to players and other servers in World of Warcraft. Right. Oh. But whoop-de-doo. Yeah. Uh, some other quick MMO news that I'll just brush over really quickly. Ion is gathering uh, GM support 24-7. I guess they don't have that right now for some stupid reason. That's surprising. They're only one of the biggest MMO releases out there right well, now. Well, clearly they didn't expect to be as successful as they have been. Apparently not, so they're saying, well, we're going to start providing 247 GM support for all you gold farmers out there and who, who want to uh, spam gold farming uh, in your in the uh, guild chat and, and looking for group chat. Uh, and uh, Lord of the Rings Online is uh, offering another, you know, free week back. Sweet. Bullshit kind of deal, so... <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what how do you, you really, really think? Feel. <laughs> well, you know, the thing to me is is that I just I do not see the the appeal of that game. We understand. I've never I never have. Yeah. Uh, no, I played that's it for not a couple true. months and yeah. You know. Whatever fur cutter. You were fur cutter. <laughs> Whatever fur cutter. <laughs> uh some general gaming news. Um Iowa State University had a study they went through recently, or that they conducted recently to determine if frequent video game playing causes you to have ADD. And lo and behold, with a really cheesy test... Wait, having trouble concentrating? What? <laughs> Did you start over? Yeah. The what, what test you is... About? You see the word red, but it might be... The letters might be in the color blue. And you're supposed to say what the color is. Oh. Or you're supposed to say what the word is, not what the color of the word is. Say what the color is, not what the word of the color is? Say what the word is. Not what the color of the word is. And the word huh? is a color. 14! 
<laughs> well, back to Pac-Man. <laughs> and they found that frequent gamers, like the knee-jerk reaction, the reactive reaction, and both frequent gamers, and I don't know what the other the control is, if it's non-gamers or, regular, or casual gamers, but the, react- the general knee-jerk reaction response was fine, but being able to stay focused, no good, much impaired for frequent gamers. So this like totally flies in the face of that article that we talked about a few weeks ago, which was like, video games can be great for your brain! It enhances brain function. Makes you good at multitasking. <laughs> no, or it gives you ADD. <laughs> no, no, it's not ADHD, just ADD. So oh. you're not getting hyperactive, you just can't rem- you can't stay focused on anything. Right. So are we going to cover the story on ADD? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Wait, what's our next story? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. I've been playing. Our next story is about GameStop. GameStop. Director sells $60 million in shares, and what's funny is he owned a lot more shares of Barnes & Noble, yet he decided to dump the GameStop shares instead. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. He still has millions and millions of shares left of GameStop, but just abruptly, with no reason, no explanation, he's like, I need a quick 60 mil. Dumps Mm -hmm. GameStop shares. So let's take a guess. Uh, they're going to start tanking new, sometime soon. New trophy wife had to well, buy a new house. Well, he hasn't cleared out all of his ownership. He's he's his shares in the company have dropped from six point nine percent to only five point five percent. Even then, you know that's still a good chunk of change, dude. He needed a really good crack, crack. Maybe he's just planning on retiring, man, I don't, dude. I mean, that's just when you see something like this going down, especially before the holiday season. It's like, alert, alert! Something bad is about to happen to this company. Stay far away. You know what I mean? I mean, I love GameStop. I mean, I'm not a hater. I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but yeah, you know, I I don't have a problem with it. I go there every once in a while and buy a game. Well, there's no reason to expect, I mean, like the analysts have said, there's no reason to expect that GameStop's suddenly going to have something wrong. There's no reason to indicate that. It's not like they've been having low sales or hardcore failing. Yeah, but still, you know, this is awfully suspicious. This does not look good. They raked in $8.8 billion in 2008. Right. I mean, it's not a... Yeah. And with as much as written about why about him doing it, it's funny that there's still no statement from him on why he did it. Obviously, it's his right to exercise his shares however he wants, but... It is, you know, but still, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, that's like... At least you know, a PR statement. It's like statement. one of those, those interesting things where you're like, damn, that's a lot of cash for just being, you know, that percentage of shares. You know. It's it's got to be some kind of personal motivation. It's not related to the business. That's only thing I hope so. that makes sense to me. I mean, I don't hate. Like I said, I don't hate on GameStop. I mean, no. yeah, I do wish they would do things a little bit differently. Uh, but but damn, that's just you know when you see something like that, it doesn't look good. Yeah, especially when Game Crazy's going under. Oh yeah, most totally. recently. So it's not like we don't. Game have Crazy's reason. going under. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think we talked about that yeah, in the episode we did, you were here. That was like the episode that you were missing. So yeah, uh, I was probably up. You wouldn't up, remember up in the air in a in a hot air on a you know helium <laughs> balloon. <laughs> right, traveling, traveling. As I like to do. Hi, was that your plan? As Coloradans to like to do in general. Days, it's how us Coloradans roll. Failed. Yeah, I thought. Well, it'll go ten to fifteen miles an hour and in a direction I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Probably hit about fifteen thousand. It's kind of like a surprise above vacation. sea level. Yeah, 
It's like, surprise! Where's it going to go? Well, let's oh, find damn, out. Oh, damn, I landed in Commerce City. <laughs> well, fortunately, I'm close to the strip. What is it called? The Landing Strip. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The Ghetto Strip Club. So, yep. Best strip club name ever. The Landing Strip. Uh, the Left 4 Dead 2 boycott is... Uh, Gone, I guess. This was such a silly thing. <laughs> that not only I have they said, it. okay, we're done with their boycott, but they declared victory. Yes. It's like, what? Yes, we we, we raged against the machine. But they never really wanted sort people of. to be angry with Valve. They never really wanted people to not buy the game. <laughs> they they were really just doing it because they wanted more content for the original Left 4 Dead, and they're successful at it. I'm I, like, I just, I, we, we have to read parts of this just to let you know how ridiculous... This whole thing sounds um, the the farewell post. I guess you could call it goes something like this: We have accomplished everything we can in our manifesto. Manifesto. We've been dealing with Valve ever since our group started. Then we have met them in person, and now we are at the point of concluding our discussions. Our goal wasn't to steer people away from Left 4 Dead 2; it was to get Valve's attention and to have them support the original Left 4 Dead. We succeeded, and that's where our mission ends. Nothing more, nothing less. With a commas, place. <laughs> well played. Yes, sir. <laughs> well played. Um, and then they go on to say that they've set a new standard in, in game player yes, and developer communications. Yes. That, that's the statement that just blew my mind. I was like, really? No, all you really did was tell people, well... You, you actually know you you gave game developers a blueprint on how to quell your uprising and also invite say, your invite those invite I, a few of those uh dissenters out to your development company to take a look at your game that's how we'll get them or throw a massive that's, a massive uh a massive festival once a year right. called Blizzfest or have an interstellar council if you're Eve Online. No, yeah, those exactly. those are new. Those are those are the highs. Those are the you know th- th- those are those are impressive. This is sad. <laughs> you know, I wonder what happened to that Australian dude that flew Gabe Newell out. Well, I think they went out. Yeah, but I wonder what he thought of it. Um, interesting to hear. I, I don't know. I, I think actually they they were trying to they actually timed it because. There was a big what to do about the Left 4 Dead 2 rating in oh, Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was like a huge... You know, because Australia's censorship laws are just... Ugh. Even worse wow. about censoring violence than Germany is. I mean, is. well, no, but... I mean, and you think that America is like, well, God, you guys are all ultra-conservative, you can't... You know, you're all politically correct. You can't say anything, you know, do anything or whatever. But, man, you know, when it comes to censorship laws, you know, countries like Germany and, and Australia, they really take the cake. Zero tolerance. There's As, like, there is. There's no tolerance at all. I love this quote from the walking target part of the pronouncement. <laughs> As a collective, we have done more than achieve a few goals. We have paved the way for developer community relations in the future. No matter what the press or other gamers say, we have made an indelible mark upon the future of this industry. Yes. You should all be proud. Yes. We certainly Such are. an impact that uh, we'll probably forget about this months from now. Anyway, it's just funny. It's always a funny exercise in futility. 
I think we could say. Hmm. Just my opinion. Yeah. <sighs> Good riddance. Good. May that be <laughs> the last we mention them. Goodbye. Uh, I bid you adieu. Yeah. Sony is uh, bumping up the hard drive space on the PS3. Yeah, they, they can't rest without having something over $300 yeah, on the ha- shelves. Yeah, they have to. They're like, Most well, you know what? We can't really uh, just make a gaming system that... Uh, it sells you know, at a mass market price. Like, $299. So we're going to tag on a 250 gigabyte hard drive and justify the cost that way. Because hard drive space so expensive. is so expensive these Like those days. one terabyte drives that cost $100? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, they, they revealed a 250 gigabyte $350 PlayStation 3. Uh, it's going to be under the same slim form factor that they've been trotting out uh, recently. Uh, the only difference being There's bigger hard drive. Game included? How ghetto is that? You know, it's like bigger hard drive. What the fuck? You know, seriously. But you do get a I joystick. Mean, that's all you're going to offer. It's twice as big. It's over twice, over twice as big. It is I'm gargantuan. Sorry, but, but in this day and mammoth. age. Hard drive space, memory, all that could be worked around in so many different ways. It's such a joke. The whole hard drive space issue has become such a joke. And, and you know, and I'm not, I'm not just bashing Sony for this. I'm bashing Microsoft for selling their 120 gigabyte hard drive attachment for ridiculous amounts of money on the Xbox 360. I mean, I'm sorry, but. Memory is nothing. It's nothing. It costs nothing. It is a joke. Not when you have to pay $350 for it. Well, yeah. Then it's Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, you know, when you have, you know, when you have these hard drives that are coming out just for your PC that you could go, I could go to fucking Micro Center and buy a, what? Like a terabyte hard drive, like you said, for a hundred bucks, maybe. Yeah, it's probably cheaper now. It's probably yeah. It's actually you're right. It's probably cheaper mm. now. So, so Noah, I mean, really? Noah, you were kind of always saying that if the PS3 came down, you'd get one. Did this enrage you enough to to steer you clear of that? Or are you considering something? I'm still waiting for enough games that I actually really want to buy. Right. Because you have a PS2, right? So you have all the like. Yeah, I've good got. Oodles of PS2 games. Yeah. Hey, Mark, you really like this next story. Tell us about it. It's the Crazy StarCraft player. Oh. <laughs> crazy StarCraft player? Tell yeah. me more. Well. Because you're all about up and down internet connectivity. There comes a time when you lose <laughs> your internet connectivity and really aren't able to play <laughs> StarCraft 2. And, and people and, must and if play. You're, and if you're an 18-year-old... Who's full of rage, and it's a Saturday rage. night, and possibly a full moon. Blood must be spilled. <laughs> Blood must be spilled. Uh, apparently, Somebody must pay. Apparently, this happened um, when his when the when this happened to a 18 year old on a Saturday night, August 9th. His game of StarCraft was cut short because his internet connection cut out. The enraged 18-year-old proceeded to grab a kitchen knife, walk into the street, and stab an innocent 15-year-old girl passing by on her way home from a party with her friends. Although she was stabbed multiple times by the crazed 18-year-old, none of the injuries were life-threatening. Um, 
So he gets the luck of being convicted of attempted homicide. <laughs> um, and uh, it doesn't look but like... instead, it looks like he's going to be sent to psychiatric care. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so I'm, I'm thinking, what race was he playing? <laughs> you think that might have something to do with that? I think he was either doing a marine rush with stim packs... Or maybe he was a Zerg doing like a doing some Zergling stuff, trying to do a Zergling rush. Yeah, I, I can't see him being a cool-headed Protoss. No, because that's full takes of some honor. Time you know, yeah, I think I the, think the whole Protoss thing takes some time to. It build takes up. time, and, and they're honorable and proud well, who and noble. Knows, maybe he was, in, you know, an hour into that Protoss game and still hadn't just about to get his blimps. You got all Dark Templar on them. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible with my scimitar. <laughs> In any case, it's really sad. More Thank goodness the girl wasn't killed. If that That's were awful. my How daughter, terrifying. I would go and put a knife in him, mm-hmm. but in a vital area like the heart or something. That's just. Channel Massive bad. has done its duty today to provide you with a top ten list of things that you can do in the event <laughs> of an internet outage. Number one, go to Starbucks. Steal your, steal their Wi-Fi and enjoy a pumpkin spice Just latte. Don't take <laughs> the last drink because it's full of stuff that I don't know what it is. It's weird, but it's it gritty. Does, it does taste nasty. And it's gritty, but you know what? The the latte itself very, tastes pretty very damn scrumptious. Good. Uh, number two, uh, read one of those book thingies. Heard of those? <laughs> I recommend highly recommended some James Patterson. Uh, some good stuff there, mystery novelist. Um, also does a little bit of the sci-fi. The author of all the Ashley Judd Morgan Freeman movies? Uh, you might She's in a lot of that. danger in those movies. She is. <laughs> She's always in a lot of danger. Uh, number three, you can curl up in a ball and cry because life without the interwebs is hell. That's usually my MO. Yeah, I kind of do that too. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, come <laughs> bring back it up, back. Please. Bring it back. Uh, number four, go outside. See if anything has changed over the last two years. <laughs> I I would bet that, you know. What the hell? There's been a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never <laughs> no know. No wonder what could I got no internet. <laughs> uh, number five, single player gaming. Yes, it still exists. Get the cards out. Play some solitaire. It really does. Uh, number Mind six, sweeper. two words: sponge bath. Mm. Yes, <laughs> all of you. All of you freaks out there probably could use a bath. Uh, number nurse. seven, self-administered by <laughs> yes. caretaker. Call for a nurse. Well, you know what? I, I guess I wasn't specific enough with that, was I? And <laughs> eh, we'll have to. Hey, knew you missed a spot. <laughs> uh, number seven, complain about it on Twitter. Ah, fuck! Twitter's down too. That's what cell phones are for now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight, start talking to your significant other again. That's always a good thing, you know? You might actually like her or him after this Maybe. is all said and done with. I know we haven't talked for three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine, switch to the paper version. Ooh. Always go back to paper. And paper's never failed you. Ever. Speaking and number of which. ten, you can always masturbate the old-fashioned way <laughs> with Playboy. Oh, how pedestrian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but play again, Playboy. It's always there in paper form. It'll always be there. For That's you. right. 
Or play doggy. Or play goat. Play <laughs> <laughs> yes. horsey. Yes. Um, what else is going on? Germany. Germany is uh, planning a killer game drive where you can all get together and burn your killer <laughs> video games. No, this doesn't, a, this doesn't smack of in front, Nazi Germany. We shall gather up all the offending paraphernalia so and we shall burn them in and front of the what, Stuttgart State. This is what blows my mind about Germany, is that they're so conscious about, oh, you know, we don't want to, you know, invoke symbols of the swastika or, you know, talk about Hitler or, or the bad times, you know, when Germany was considered, you know, the... The evil power, you know, the axis of evil, um, you know, and then they were burning books back in those days, anything that they considered inappropriate. Well, now, the year is 2009. They were burning Jews back in those days. Yeah, now the, the year is 2009, and they are, they are planning a video game burning party, essentially, where you get to get rid of your violent video games. I mean, it's like that's like two, three generations removed. Like, exactly. when when do German like, people get to like fuck? get really? on with it? You know, it's like that just seems kind of you like, know what? Uh, I, I guarantee it's like this you, guilt I, thing. I guarantee you, Americans are over it. They were over slavery. No, not really. No, we're not. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You know, we're over that. You know, granted, there's probably some. There's like probably some hardcore Jewish people out there. Who aren't over the whole Holocaust issue? Well, I don't and think anyone's over be. it. But what I'm saying is, okay, yes, we understand that your country went through a dark period of time. Historically, though, okay, all, you know what we did too. All countries. I can't say that we're too damn proud of what we did to the Indians. Okay. Well, I, I for one, am <laughs> just joking. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You know, every country goes through this fucking dark period. No, it's true. It's like every... You know, where we're not quite enlightened yet. In your European history, Asian history, I mean, world history, there's so many you know, dark chapters. Somebody somewhere fucks up. It's human right? nature, right? There's the oppressor and the oppressed. You can't have one without the other. You know, it, it's time to... You know what? It's time to forgive yourselves. Germany. Well, I think... You it, know what I'm saying? From what I hear on the streets... Of Germany, you guys are both looking at me like I'm actually serious. <laughs> but from what I've heard on the streets of Germany, it seems like you know the the generation that's like the the Gen Xers and the Gen Yers and all that. Right? They could give a crap about stuff like this. I but mean, we must never. They're like, well, what, what is done. with? They're like, what is with these video games that have green blood? Right? Like the Wolfenstein over there right. and stuff. They're like, what is the deal? This is just retarded. Blood is not green unless you're a fucking Vulcan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a totally anti-Vulcan game. And you know, of course, Spock is played by um, a Jewish guy. So. <laughs> Maybe there's something there. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. Just, you know. But, I mean, in, in all seriousness, it is just kind of like... You know, we have these crazy things here in America, too. And, you know, all over the world, there's like... It's like, you know, these games are so violent, they must be destroyed. It's like, these games just shouldn't be put into the hands of four or five-year-olds. You know, for an adult, they're perfectly fine. I just... I don't know. 
Burn them. Burn I wouldn't them give them to Noah, though. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Noah gets all, all hyped up and crazy. Oh, well, then this ought to get Noah all <laughs> super pumped. Uh, pump it up. It's time to pump you up. There was a Q&A uh, following uh, a presser on the new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Uh, and when asked uh, Nintendo president God wonderkind genius Muimoto Muimoto uh, talked a little bit about Wii Music the pinnacle of Wii gaming hmm. right Noah? <laughs> no <laughs> I don't know why they even brought that up, but they asked him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, we were kind of surprised there was such a negative reaction to it." And then cited the bullcrap statement, like, "Well, people who actually know how to play musical instruments really like this game, but then there's the people who didn't think that it was fun to play." In other words, implying that the people who wrote the reviews in the press don't know anything about music or performing music, and therefore that's why they didn't understand the magic of Wii music. <laughs> But you didn't understand the magic of our crappy game. We shot too high. That's not a game. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awful. And the funny thing is, is that he even said, like, you know, in spite of all that, there still might be a chance we could make a sequel. We'd, of course, pay attention to all the things that people no, complained about. No, and no, 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 no. Why? <laughs> because it There's, is his destiny. It's Nintendo, and <laughs> every game they make is good. There are no bad games. Right. All Nintendo games go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God doesn't make no crap. So with this, I, th- I think officially Miyamoto's probably out of ideas. He's <laughs> going official. back to this shitty of an example. He maybe come. we'll make a sequel to that. Then it's it's pretty much into the road. Wow. Time for retirement. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I hope that <laughs> Wii Music 2... Never makes it to reality. Just, I really do. I hope it never happens. But if it does, then well. Now, would you play Wii Music Two or DJ Hero? Ooh, Noah. That's a <laughs> tough one. That is a conundrum. It's a riddle wrapped inside of an enigma. Wow, I'd have to say DJ Hero. That's right. And now it's time for... Alright, Blogosteria, we're going to do this short, sweet, uh, but I think he makes a point that uh, all MMO players can relate to. Uh, This post is from Skopeek who has a blog at cedarstreet.net he says I'm absolutely 100% sick to death of the questing mechanism in MMOs sick to death questing exists for two reasons to hold players hands and to push them through the maps it's a mechanism that's been in use and veritably unchanged for the past several years while World of Warcraft wasn't the first to offer the quest, it was undeniably the game that cemented its modern presentation, uh, the exclamation mark and question mark, and a wall of text that a few people read. 
Any MMO player worth his or her salt knows that the types of quests that form the immutable base upon which MMOs are built are number one, kill X number of Y and retrieve Z, number two, bring X to MPCY, number three, locate, investigate, collect MPCs lost slash stolen slash discovered item, and number four, escort slash rescue slash MPC whatever. Uh, every single MMO with Quest uses these exact templates. Rarely do we see major deviations from these elements. Although with recent PvP designs, we have been introduced to sieges which add capture and capture and hold. Not only do we have these quest types being reused, but we have quest motifs being used over and over. <laughs> Abandoned farmhouse, <laughs> outpost overrun by bandits slash monsters. Uh, number two, farmer is plagued by animals eating his crops. Number three, deliver paperwork to your superiors. Number four, investigate strange animal behavior. Number five, cult population, cult population of X. And it's, it's horribly true. None of this would be funny to me unless it was absolute truth. That's what, that's what comedy is. Comedy oh. is absolute truth. Is it not? Yes. Because the truth hurts and it's usually funny. It is. Sometimes it's funny. It is. And, you know, and, and ba- ba- basically what it, what it boils down to is that, you know, we want quests that maybe mean something. And if they can't mean something, then let's just get rid of them altogether, shall we? Now, Mark, what's your take on this? You disagree, right? Yeah. I'm like, my, my, my whole thought is, okay, there are some components to an MMO. Some, some of these components are grinding, be it for experience, for, um, you know, some kind of accolade, for, for reputation, for whatever reason, there's, that's an attribute. There's leveling the concept of leveling, gaining experience, gaining money, and there's the concept of questing. It's 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 like this the quest the quest dynamic or whatever has been a part of MMOs forever. It's it's one of the core components of an MMO. It's one of the core uh, components of an RPG. But does it make it right? I'm just saying, if you don't like one of the components, it's like saying, I hate playing poker because I have to read people. I have to, I have to figure out people's tells. It's like saying, I would love, I would love, I would love being a gambler except for that one component. It's a part of the game. Like, why are you bitching about it? If you don't like it, don't play MMOs. It doesn't have to be part of the game, though, Mark. I mean, I, I think what he's saying is, is that it could be... Either get rid of it altogether and let the players create their own story, or the never-ending story with the little doggy that flies on. My solution would be to present quests and missions in a different way that wasn't just the standard quest hub. Okay, you get all your quests from this quest NPC, or you get them, you know, and then they all have a little, you know, question mark above their head or an icon above their head saying hello. Hello, I'm a I'm a quest giver. 
come read my boring quest text and and come come grab your ten kill ten rats quest for me. Well, like I'm I'm here to give you experience. City of Heroes had kind of a random, you know, mission thing where you it would kind of come up with these random mazes you had to go through, grind right. through, sort of like dungeon crawl type things. That was different. Sort of. But it, it still had the element of kill 10x or... You know what I mean. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I guess it depends on if you agree with me that one of the things that makes an MMO is the quest or mission component. If you don't feel that that's I don't, an essential part of it. I don't disagree with that, but you I You just did. want a chat room. You just want Second Life. Yeah. Or you just want to grind. I don't... My my thing is is that I don't disagree with that there there needs to be some kind of questing element. Gives me different quests. I think they need to be presented differently. How, how do you mean? Like what? what well, we, I mean Fallout Three. I mean, I, I, where you stumble across them as opposed well, hate, to a quest I hate fucking, a hub. I hate referencing this game Fallout Three and referencing this damn game again and again. <laughs> yeah, and but again, everybody agrees they did some things right. So, but Fallout Three presents the quests in such a way that you don't feel like you're going to a quest hub to get a quest. I mean, it has, you know, it, it has that sandbox element. It hides the quests, and then it hides the quests more. inside of some of those sandboxes as well. So you might come upon a quest while you're in the middle of just this sandboxy type element that you would have never expected. You know, part of the I think part of the problem too is that you have websites out there who are yes. in beta right from the very, very beginning, so they know every single quest. That's out there. So once that game comes out, you have a resource to find every single quest out there. And pretty much everything is spoiled for you, if you want it to be. That was like the great delusion that the and the Warhammer guys thought. They thought, we're going to have these quests that people are just going to find by exploration. That right. they're not going to, they're not going to, you know, it's not going to be at the hub. And like like you say, within within moments... Everything was Every there. Quest Every was quest was known. Up. Every variation was was sorted out. You know, it's like you. There, I almost no, need. There's no surprise. There's no. You know, there's no. Magic. But even then, you know, even then, you know, Warhammer Online isn't even a great example because Warhammer Online fell into the same trappings as all these other MMOs, where they had a, you know, a quest NPC that would you know dole out. You know, quests, and they, they were like they're a quest vendor. Yeah, pretty much. They are. They're the public and I, quests, and I think that's where the crux of a lot of these arguments come from. Is where you know the whole questing thing, the way it's currently being done right now in MMOs, has to go away. It has to be done in a more story-driven way, to where you actually feel like, well, yeah, you know, this is like unique to me, you know, I just happen to randomly come across it, you know, you're not going to have a, you know, don't, you know, quit holding everybody by the hand every time and say, okay, everybody with a big exclamation mark over their head has a fucking quest for you to do. Get rid of that. But I, I kind of like that. I mean, well, then, you know, then that's fine. Then that's what all, you know, and, and then nothing is going to change. 
Well, no, is I, what I'm saying. I, I just, you're going to get the same boring, you know, you walk up to the quest guy, he gives you a load of text, which you're really probably not going to read over. You know, with the exception of the the loot that you get, because you always want to know what kind well, of loot you got to read those descriptions. Mark. Exactly. So you're 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 basically just going to get the same thing over and over and over again in every game. It's just going to be done in a different wrapper. I think a lot of people and and it, and I it horribly disappoints me to hear you <laughs> say, "Well, I like that." No, <sighs> but but there's different kinds of players. You're an explorer. I'm an achiever. There's different. Right? I like... I don't maybe want to have to wander around to find all the quests. Maybe I just want to work through them as fast as I can. Well, you know, and that's fine. But and, you know, the thing is, is that even in even in Fallout 3, they had NPCs in town. Oh, yeah. Which you'd have to be a moron not to just run into and talk to. <laughs> Somehow I say, missed it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, talk to this guy. He's, right. you know, he walks up to you. The, the NPC walks up to you and engages you in conversation. You don't walk up to him. He walks up to you, and it, like, focuses the attention onto him, and it says, Hi, welcome to our town. You know, here's what's going on. Do you need some help? Blah, 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 blah. And you're engaged that way. And, that, and that, that's really cool how they've that's done that. That's how things need to but start the stuff that, done. that they ask you to do is still the same. It's still, the, it's still no, no, go what, here and do this. Mark, I don't ever recall having to kill ten rats in, in Fallout 3. But, but I you, never had to do that. But you had to do... You I never have had to, to do, kill ten mutants. We have to do something. I mean, the quests aren't I typically... I had to do something, but it never involved a grinding-type task where I had to kill ten mutants or kill twenty, you know, infected rats. But it'd be like, you know, bring me this or gather this, re- this many it resources. It could something like that. But, do you, but you know what? In the middle of all that... It gave me. It may have gave you a couple other quests on top of all that. Sure. If you were paying attention, or if you, you know, and or if your character happened to have certain skills that were developed, because you know, now that's the other thing. Not all characters need to have the same experience. Every character. Oh, and that's can have a nice thought. Experiences, yeah. and 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 Fallout Three is tailored to that. Where, you know, if you don't have a particular skill. Or, or if you're playing an evil-type character, Fallout 3 will completely ignore, ignore well, you and that, in and some th- of those aspects. So we'll, it will it'll be like, well, this character is too evil. It, he can't take this quest. But if your character is really nice and you happen to be going through the same area, it will give you that quest. And I, I think a lot of people, are their, their great white hope is that the, the Old Republic will... Yeah. We'll have something akin to this. So much expectation. I, so. I mean, it's it's like, yeah, it's almost spoken about reverently. Like, but all this will change when the old republic is released. Bioware knows, and you I know, and so. the demos they've shown kind of show some different stuff. Dialogue trees. But it also shows some of the same bullshit that we're all accustomed to. But you know, which is unfortunate, but. Again, if you don't like collecting stars, don't play Mario. If you don't like quests, don't play MMOs. If you don't like some part of, you know, playing cards, like trying to gauge what other people are doing, don't play that. Don't come to Colorado. (laughs) If If you don't like helium balloons, don't fake like your kid went into a helium balloon and then... 
Have him hide in the attic for some publicity stunt. Well, we don't know that that really happened, but... We don't. We can only guess. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we're just going to close it out there. If you have the audacity. any opinion... The audacity opinion. to share with us your opinion, you can send us an email at mail... M-A-I-L. ...at channelmassive.com or... Contact us at our Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. F-E-E-D. We look forward to hearing from you next week. W-E-E-K. <laughs> <laughs> or W-E-A-K. We. <laughs> and we will see you then. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.